welcome to Dave's Disney View Podcast. A one-time cast member, a long-time visitor, and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, Dave brings you his unique perspective on the Walt Disney World Resort. The music you're hearing on this podcast is actually from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. You can check him out at ReverbNation.com slash SoundA, as an Apple, or MySpace.com slash SoundA. Craig does a number of different things. Uh, this particular piece is called A Major Suspension, Suspended Glory. So please, do check him out, and we thank Craig for his music. Throughout the show, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, smoking, or flash photography. So please keep your hands and arms inside the moving vehicle at all times, and enjoy the show. Thank you! Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And my thanks to Doug over at geekacres.net for that little piece. Thanks a lot, Doug. Hey, fellow Disney fans, it's Dave. How is everybody doing? Well, I've got another show for you this week where I'm going to do uh, Disney news and talk about things that are happening in and around the Walt Disney World Resort. And this is the show for 101010 as it happens. I just like that, the way it worked out, that it's 10-10-10. So Disney recently reopened its moms panel for 2011 applicants, and uh, yours truly applied to be one of the uh, moms, well, I guess in that case I would actually be a dad, right, to uh, start talking about uh, and answering questions for Disney fans. I started to realize, you know, I really do this, and I really enjoy it. I enjoy answering people's questions about Disney, and I have some fun with it. So I thought, regardless of whether I make it as a Disney dad, uh, I would go ahead and throw out an offer to anyone out there who's listening. If you're interested in getting some advice or tips or tricks or anything else that you'd like to know about Disney, please send me an email to davesdisneyview at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to answer your questions and you know, do them on air. Um, do them as a part of my podcast if I think that that's, uh, that's relevant. There's a, there's a wealth of information out there, and you know, I've got a lot of stuff floating around in my head, and I'm happy to help other people to, uh, to do some planning and figure out what it is that would make their trip special. So please do ask questions. Um, I'm happy to, uh, happy to try and answer them for you. Uh, let, me, let me take that back. I'm happy to answer them for you. Well, the 15th annual Epcot Food and Wine Festival kicked off uh, earlier this week, and uh, it's really uh, something kind of fun. So what, what happens is that... Uh, so very much like some of the other events that happen around Walt Disney uh, Parks and Resorts, you're kind of retheming some things that are kind of outside of the, uh, the common areas, and you can still go on the rides and attractions and enjoy Epcot, but they're adding additional experiences that you can take part in uh, just by having Epcot admission during this time period. So it runs through on November 14th, and what you can do is you can go around and you can eat to the beat because they're going to have different concerts going on. They're going to have special, uh, special events where you can go into uh, certain places and see uh, celebrity chefs, authors, um, people who... Uh, who do wine tastings, uh, different things like that. And they'll have these events going on, and you can check out uh, uh, the Disney website to, uh, to learn more about it, specifically when and where these things will be happening. But then also, in addition to that, they have some international marketplaces that they've set up around uh, the World Showcase Lagoon to be able to uh, provide food tastings and, and beer and wine tastings as well uh, from different countries. So the countries that are represented this year include Chile, uh, a desserts and champagnes area, Brazil, Puerto Rico, Argentina, Mexico, Poland, China, South Korea, South Africa, Singapore, a brewer's collection of beer, Germany, Italy, hops and barley, the United States, Japan, Australia, Morocco, 
Belgium, Spain, France, Ireland, Canada. Uh, uh, I can't even say this. My French is not that good. It's a uh, cheese place. Um, Greece, New Zealand, uh, and the uh, beers of, uh, for 15 years. So what you can do is you go in and you can even just going into the park. Uh, you need park admission to get in, but you can go in and you can walk around and you can go up to any of these tents. They're little uh, like tents that are set up around the area. And you can stop in and you can purchase a little bit of uh, a food tasting. The, the size of the food tastings are more like the um, tapas size or small plate portions. Uh, so they have different samples of different things and each, each country has something that represents their, their country. They've brought in uh, special chefs who know the country's cuisine to, uh, to cook it and prepare it. And they put it out uh, for sale on, the, uh, on, on stage. And I think it's actually kind of cool, so you can kind of check out these different foods and wines. I, I have heard that the, uh, your best bet in doing this is to actually go ahead and purchase the, uh, like a little card uh, that's, that's got, it's like a preloaded money card. So you can walk around and as you go into each one of the attempts, you can swipe and they'll just deduct the money off of there. And the prices range anywhere from, um, you know, a couple of bucks up to like 10 bucks for different things that you get. Uh, and you can try different things out and sample them. Uh, what I've heard other people doing is going in and just going and uh, sharing with each other. You know, you, maybe each person tries one thing and they kind of share a little bit and kind of get a taste of it. And, you know, one of the things that I was reading said, where on the planet can foodies sample the cuisine, culture of entertainment in more than two dozen countries during a 1.3-mile stroll in a picturesque 40-acre lagoon? Only at the Walt Disney World Resort. And incidentally, for, uh, for the, the whole family, you can actually get a Marketplace Discovery Passport that you can have stamped at each one of these, uh, each one of these countries, so that as you're going along, you have your own little unique souvenir of uh, what it was like to be there and, and be a part of it. And you can find out more information at www.disneyworld.com slash foodandwine. Now here's something else that Disney is doing right now. As of uh, September 23rd, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts began to transition to its latest ad campaign, which will allow guests to share their Disney vacation experiences. Guests have the opportunity to upload personal photos and videos onto a brand new website, www.disneyparks.com memories. These photos will be used in Disney's advertisements and other promotional materials. Beginning in January 2011, guest photos will be projected at Cinderella's Castle at the Walt Disney World Resort and on its A Small World at the Disneyland Resort in a nighttime offering using the latest in projection technology. Now this is actually something really cool. The concept is to take all these, these different photos that, they, that the, uh, uh, the photo pass people take. So as you're going through the day and the photo passes, uh, people are taking different pictures. They're going to select some of the pictures that they really like and they're going to project it up on Cinderella's Castle in the evening. And I just think this is a really cool idea. So you could, you could see your face um, 20 feet high uh, looking, up, looking down at you. So be careful when you're wearing that goofy hat and you take that bite of the uh, Mickey Mouse bar and you have that kind of silly look on your face because you could be right up on Cinderella's castle. Now you may remember that Disney was running the Give a Day, Get a Disney Day campaign earlier this year. If you have uh, the park ticket that you got in return for your volunteering, that program uh, w has ended, but you can still redeem your park ticket through December 15th of this year. Uh, so please uh, be aware of that. If you have the ticket, you want to use it up in the next month or so to make sure that you, uh, you can get it in. Now I heard about something new that's coming up. It's uh, Destination D, the Walt Disney World 40th anniversary. They're going to hold a special event in the spring of 2011. Haven't given us the dates yet. Uh, the event will celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Orlando Resort, its history, and its heritage. 
Panels will include an all-new presentation that echoed the successful panels at the Destination D at Disneyland's 55 event, including Walt Disney World, The Way We Were, hosted by Disney legend Dave Smith, We're Disney, with Walt Disney Archives uh, director Becky Klein, From Quirky, Quirky to Collectible, The Wonderful World of uh, Disney World Merchandise, Walt Disney World Through the Eyes of Television, and Walt Disney World in Pop Culture, as well as a special evening event featuring musical memories from throughout the history of Walt Disney World. Other panels featured speakers and details will be announced soon on the D23 website. So that sounds like it's going to be a little bit of fun. And speaking of uh, Dave Smith, Dave Smith was is the official Disney archivist. And if you've never heard his story, it's really kind of interesting. He was just an, an intern that was hired at some point. And after Walt died, it was his job to go out and clean Walt's office. And he started meticulously kind of taking care of everything that was in Walt's office. And he kind of worked himself into a position where he became the official archivist. And he's been doing that for, uh, for 30, more than 30 years now, uh, actually more than 40 years now. And he's finally decided he's going to retire. So he is going to step down from that post. And uh, Dave will be missed. I mean, I think he really, he kind of gave the company some energy in terms of its uh, preserving its own history. So, uh, uh, you know, we'll look forward to, uh, to Dave doing other interesting things as he uh, goes through the rest of uh, his post-Disney career. D23 is also going to have the great Disney scavenger hunt in Walt Disney World. The race is going to be on. Earlier this year, they had the great Disney scavenger hunt at Disneyland with 2,000 people and 575 teams. D23 is inviting guests to the Walt Disney World Resort for a fun-filled two-day hunt around the world. In spring 2011, for the first time in the 40-year history, history of Walt Disney World, guests will have the chance to scour all four theme parks to win incredible Disney prizes in this official Disney scavenger hunt. The cost will be $50 per team for D23 members and $75 per team of non-members. Each team will consist between two and four participants. Additional rules and registration information will be available soon at the D23 website. This is something that I think I want to try and partake in. I think this sounds like it could be a lot of fun. The Walt Disney World Family Museum in the Presidio at San Francisco has launched a YouTube video contest to commemorate its first anniversary. Starting from September 27th up until November 15th, participants are invited to submit a sh short promotional video about the one-of-a-kind museum that explores the fascinating life of Walt Disney, which includes 10 interactive galleries that feature early drawings from animation, movies, music, listening stations, and a 14-foot model of the Disneyland, and so much more. Videos should have a running time between 30 seconds and 2 minutes in length, and the three top videos will be showcased on the museum's blog and on their YouTube channel. A little news to report from within the Walt Disney World Resort. The Orlando Sentinel has reported that uh, the Eastman Kodak Company, a corporate sponsor of Walt Disney World since the opening of Disneyland in 1955, has ended its sponsorship of Epcot's Imagination Pavilion, home to the Imagination with Figment and Imageworks, as well as the newly resurrected Captain EO. Uh, Cap uh, Kodak also ended its sponsorship of the Theater of Tomorrowland in section of Disneyland. And However, Kodak does continue to sponsor the 3D movie Mickey Stellar Magic in the Magic Kingdom and approximately 50 Kodak picture spots scattered throughout Disney World and Disneyland. Disney will also continue to sell Kodak products in the parks. Both of the new restaurant experiences in Epcot have opened, and they have opened in time for the Food and Wine Festival. No surprise there. Via Napoli, the uh, the coal-fired pizza restaurant in Italy is now open, and it looks like a tremendously fun place to go. I've seen the pictures, and uh, it looks very whimsical and kind of nice, and I really look forward to trying it out. Like I said, I love that uh, coal-fired pizza. And in Mexico, uh, the what was the Can La Cantina de San Angel 
is actually two new restaurants. The newly designed La Cantina de San Gemel will continue to serve counter service meals, and the new La Hacienda will offer table service uh, dinner starting each evening at 4 p.m. And they will have a spectacular view of the uh, lake for uh, illuminations every night. So you'll want to check that out. It's uh, sort of the lower cost option of uh, having Mexican dining experience without going into the Chichen Itza and being able to see illuminations. There is news about uh, some new innovations and massive technology projects that are coming up to the uh, Disney theme park experience. Uh, Jim McPhee, who was the Epcot VP uh, and a 30-year Disney veteran and now is the Vice President of Next Generation Experience in Walt Disney World Parks and Walt Disney Engineering, uh, has been the head of this group of looking at uh, next-gen technology. One of the things that they're looking at is using RFID, the radio frequency identification, uh, handheld devices uh, to take things to the next level and personalize your uh, at-home and in-park experience to a level not seen before. There are a lot of hints out there about what's coming. I don't think anything's really clear uh, as far as what's coming, but there's just, they're just starting to hit the ideas out there and get them out. So there was actually a, a survey that uh, they were doing with several, uh, several of our guests coming into the parks, and there was a, there was the question was, immerse yourself in a specific story of your choosing, like Pirates, Toy Story, or Romance. Personalized experience related to the story you choose are woven into the course of one day in the theme parks. Each story also includes an unlimited photo video package for your entire vacation. So the stories might include uh, Epcot Insider, enjoy insider stories and secrets that give you a special insight for the magic of Epcot, the Imagineers who designed it. Be a star, enjoy VIP privileges as the world of movies, music, and TV lights up around you in the Disney Hollywood Studios. Romance, enjoy romantic surprises as you celebrate your love or let it bloom anew at the Magic Kingdom. The Haunted Kingdom, discover the supernatural side of the Magic Kingdom as ghostly surprises give you chuckles and chills. Toy Story Maniacs, enjoy personalized Toy Story surprises on Pixar Street and compete with friends on Toy Story Mania. Animal Kingdom Expedition, go deeper into the stories of Disney's Animal Kingdom as you build your own online field book and enjoy animal-themed surprises around the park. The Pirate Adventure, enjoy pirate surprises and celebrate your inner buccaneer when you visit the Magic Kingdom. Great tastes. Sample flavorful experiences, discover culinary tips around the world, and share your tastes as you explore the world showcase at Epcot. And finally, the princess fairy tale. Be treated like a true princess and discover magical surprises in the Magic Kingdom. So the concept here is to take each one of these and incorporate them into a, like a moving story. So as you walk along through the parks, you could use your, say, iPhone or whatever device and be going along and have these stories kind of happening is sort of an augmented reality for yourself. And you can kind of build the story into it as you walk along and pick up different things as, as uh, you're, you're walking into different areas. I think the concept is really cool. So what they would talk about is a, you know maybe having a video welcome from an Imagineer. They would do an insider's map with tips and stories on the map. Um, maybe you could have a wake-up call from Marty Scalar. You could have, uh, if you were in the Epcot history, you could see the park as it looked in the past. As your mobile device becomes a time portal, you could visit an attraction, choose a year on the portal, and hold it up to the ride to see the ride transform back to the way it used to be. Use the time portal to take pics of your old ride the way it used to look. Uh, maybe have an uh, alternate Imagineer soundtrack so you could ride Spaceship Earth with Imagineers who designed it and uh, give audio, audio commentary. And then get in, inside information on your phone. Your map. Uh, leads you to special locations where you get a call with insider information from the original Epcot designers and Walt himself. Uh, these would be added to your journals. 
So you think about the concept that they're coming up with here. I mean, this is truly taking augmented reality to a whole new place. You could really have a completely different park experience a year from now than you had any other time in your history. I, I just think that's fascinating, the fact that they've kind of come to that point and come, with, come up with something that clever and creative. Here's a small change that's coming to the parking tram fleet. They're actually going to put doors on the outsides of the parking trams. Uh, so they've already done it to a couple of the trams at this point, so no more of the uh, quick jump on, quick jump off things. They're going to actually put uh, side doors on it. Uh, so I think that's kind of an interesting safety innovation. I'm, I'm assuming there was probably a problem at some point. Uh, I haven't heard about any recently, but I imagine this is in response to uh, trying to make sure that they keep things safe and people don't jump off the tram at random times. Coming in a few days at both Epcot in the Walt Disney World Resort and the Disney California Adventure, the newest character, Duffy the Disney Bear, will make his much-anticipated debut. But who is Duffy the Bear, you're asking? I asked that question. I heard that and I was like, huh? Who's that? Well, according to the story that Walt Disney World put out, you see, a while ago, Mickey was about to set sail on an adventure to visit his friends around the world. Minnie made a special gift to keep Mickey company as she, and she presented it to Mickey in a duffel bag. Mickey, delighted with his gift, pulled out the gift, a very special bear, and named him Duffy. Mickey and Duffy embarked on many special voyages, and Duffy got to meet all of Mickey's friends. Each time they returned home, Mickey and Duffy would share stories and photos with Minnie. While on their travels, Duffy and Mickey landed at Tokyo Disney Sea, where they had been meeting and greeting fans for the past few years. Duffy is not your typical stuffed bear. He's Mickey's bear, and he resembles his owner. Duffy's face is shaped just like Mickey's. He has Mickey heads on his paws, and he has a very unique birthmark on his hip. There is no question who he belongs to. We're very excited to welcome Duffy here in October to join our character family. Not only will guests get to meet Duffy and have their picture taken with him, but we will launch Duffy's full line of costumes and souvenirs. Duffy will be located at a newly created venue inside Epcot across from Mexico's boat ramp and the Disney California Adventure Park of uh, Paradise Pier. I can't wait for you to meet Duffy. He's so lovable and huggable, and I, and I can't wait to hear where you will take your Duffy. By popular demand, the Main Street Electrical Parade has been held over, just as scores of people had hoped. Uh, the lights on are going to be extended well into the indefinite future. Uh, they had planned to finish Summer Nightastic on August 14th, but there was so much of an uh, outcry to keep the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade around that the parade will stay around for the foreseeable future. There is no word yet on when they're going to change back to Spectra Magic, but uh, I, can, I imagine that will happen at some point. Now, for me personally, I have a special relationship with Spectra Magic. I watched the parade every night when I was working there, uh, and it was just—it was something really special to me. And I got to know the—I uh, got to know Ariel a little bit. I'm not going to say it was a character playing Ariel, but it was Ariel, and I got to know her a little bit. And so it's always got a special place for me, just because of that. I'll miss Spectra Magic while it's gone, and look forward to its return. Now, on the other hand, as a kid, I watched the Main Street Electrical Parade a lot, and I love that parade. I think it's really cool. So I'm glad it's there, and it's kind of this, this sort of back-and-forth thing in my head. Which one do I prefer? Hmm. It's like trying to pick my favorite child. I really can't do that. And then finally today, I wanted to talk to you about Michelle Obama, the president's wife, the first lady. She is actually working on a Walt Disney Company ad campaign designed to show parents and children that eating well and exercising can be fun. Eating better and getting more activity is easier than you think. Uh, she says in the spots running The Magic of Healthy Living. She appears with other Disney Channel stars and teaches them how to plant a garden. 
You don't need a big backyard or even pots to start your own garden. All you need is sunlight, water, and a little imagination. So let's get moving and get planting because it's a great way to get fresh, healthy produce is to grow it yourself. Did you know that getting up and getting active for just 60 minutes a day is all it takes to help you get stronger, look better, and feel great? Or that fresh fruits and veggies aren't just healthier and crunchier, they can taste better too? Eating better and getting more active is easier than you think. Yeah! And it makes you feel amazing. We call that magic. The magic of healthy living. And there are tons of easy ways to get started. In your house. At a friend's house. Even at the White House. So come on, let's move to help ourselves eat better, exercise better, and feel great. Keep watching for some fun and easy ways to discover the magic of healthy living in your life. And you can go to Disney.com slash Healthy Magic to share your ideas and get more info. America. Let's get healthy together. The ads will air on uh, Disney's, uh, Disney's channel, the Disney XD, Radio Disney, Disney.com, and the ABC Television Network. The ads will also air on the Ad Council's network of 1,700 stations. Disney is investing $1 million to help build playgrounds and gardens in 10 underserved communities nationwide. And they're actually going to have two websites created uh, focused on healthy living. And the Walt Disney Company is also sponsoring a national essay contest for kids, and winners will get to spend a weekend at Walt Disney World. So that's something to look forward to. Well, that is my show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as I said, if you have questions or anything you would like to ask about Walt Disney World, I'm willing to be a Disney dad. And uh, I'm happy to answer them here on the, uh, on the podcast and uh, give you some answers or directly if you have specific questions. So please do feel free to email me at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. It's all one word. And uh, I'd be happy to, uh, to chat with you. So that's it for this week. I am out. I'll see you. You can, of course, always find my podcast on iTunes under Dave's Disney View. Um, or feel free to visit my website at davesdisneyview.shorturl.com. And I'm hoping to, uh, to bring you some more great podcasts in the future, some things I hope you like. But please do email me anytime at davesdisneyview at gmail.com and let me know what you think or something you'd like to hear more about. And that's my show for this week. I am out. I'll see you. We've reached our destination in the 21st century. And I know, it went by so fast. But don't worry, the future is always in front of us. Hey, thanks for joining me on Dave's Disney View podcast for this week. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email me at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Now, gather your personal belongings and step off onto the moving platform. The platform and your car are moving at equal and opposite speeds. The music you're hearing on this podcast is actually from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. You can check him out at ReverbNation.com slash SoundA, as an Apple, or MySpace.com slash SoundA. Craig does a number of different things. Uh, this particular piece is called A Major Suspension, Suspended Glory. So please do check him out, and we thank Craig for his music. 